This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. The galaxies we hear, the we've Slow down, I can see you're so sincere. Well, welcome to another episode of Tell Me This. It is the summer of coaching edition of things. We usually take a break in the summer. We are in between seasons two and three, doing some prep work, identifying guests for the fall. But we thought because I was taking some coaching classes with so many wonderful people, including the person I'm looking at on Zoom right now, Erica Alexander, welcome. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Of, of course. Yeah. Well, so we've been, this is our third coaching class together. My, how quickly it flies, Erica. Yes, how exciting it's been. <laughs> it is. It has been exciting. And really you and your peers and the content kind of inspired me. And I was like, you know what? It would be super fun to do a few episodes this summer to just get to know my new friends and my new community a little bit more. So I'm just, and sure enough, Erica, you and a bunch of people said, yes, we would come on. So what a gift. Thank you. Thank you for asking. This is <laughs> of, of course. So just as a little introduction, Erica is a mom, a wife, a writer, a graphic designer. I didn't know that, Erica. I can't wait to hear more about that. Um, lives in Long Island, New York. She's obtaining her engagement coaching certification from Anne Arundel Community College. That's where we met. And she's looking forward to a lifetime of empowering connections. And I, I feel like you're already living that life, Erica. What do you think? Thank you for saying that, Carrie. Yeah. I hope so. I do, I do too, though. Yeah, I, I def, if, if you're not doing it outside the class, you're definitely doing a heck of a lot of it in the classes. So I'm having a good time connecting with people in the classes. It's true, though. Yeah, it's it's been it's amazing how I feel like sometimes, Eric, I feel like, well, I'm, I'm probably getting just too old and set my ways to meet new friends. And then I do something like these coaching classes and I'm like, these are my people. Like, how can I be so connected to a group of people so quickly? <laughs> Okay, I love that you said that because I was just like, oh, I'm too old to make friends, you know. <laughs> yeah. But no, I really think that um, I've been fine. Like, there's a community that's have a connection. The community is happening in this class, in these classes. So yeah, it's it's really powerful, and it's I have to say too, Erica, it feels refreshing and affirming in some ways because sometimes, I mean, I have don't get me wrong, I have great friends and I have some good colleagues. It's just nice to know that like people that you didn't know from anywhere else, like 
get what you're talking about. And it's not because they know you, it's because they get what you're talking about. The word affirming resonates because literally mm. wrote that down today because it's true. When people that you don't know, strangers are telling you that you're good at this thing yeah. and you know, you're, you're clear, you're making sense and you're helping them through something. It's like, maybe I am. Yeah. You know, you're not sure about the family and the friends. It's like, are, <laughs> it's they, are they being authentic? Are they really <laughs> true? Are they just trying to be nice to me? So they hear it from someone else outside of that circle. It's yeah. It is affirming. Perfectly. That's cool. Yeah. It sounded like when you were talking, Erica, about your family, I can totally resonate. And it sounded like you had a little saboteur jumping on your shoulder right there about that. It's true. It's, that's so true because I am not sure. Now, let me be clear. There are mm-hmm. certain family members. I absolutely know that they will tell me the truth. <laughs> I absolutely know. Yeah. But then sometimes I don't know. Like, are you just, you know, are you just saying this to be mm-hmm. nice? Do you really think, I mean, for years, people would tell me, you should become a life coach. And I always had kind of like a no you know response but that was the saboteur I guess you can say yeah that's so funny yeah I totally agree so all right so if you don't mind I'm gonna jump into some of these questions I had sort of teed up for you and as I've said to our audience before we have a set of questions but you know Eric and I are gonna just see where it takes us which is which is part of the fun for me so great Great. So I'm asking everybody, Erica, because I'm partly just really curious, and I don't think this has come up in our conversations in class. Um, what was your first experience with coaching, whether it was formal or informal? What did that look like for you? Definitely informal. Mm-hmm. I just always been that friend. There's one friend that is the listener and she's listening intently and she's asking questions and she's generally curious. I was that friend that would be generally curious mm-hmm. and literally want the best um, for my friend. So, you know, the empathy was there. I think that would be my first, you know, impact or meeting of the idea of coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you say coaching, cause I feel like, um, well, I can only speak for myself, but I think um, when I've told people I'm, I'm interested in coaching or showing up coach, like I get mixed reactions you know some people are like sort of I mean they're nice about it but they're sort of eye roll you know like really why would I need a coach and the other people are like yeah so I just want to clarify for the audience when you say coaching like what does that mean to you and for you that term coaching you know so that's that's great because I kind of would be that person with the eye roll <laughs> I was her like oh you want to coach and I've had people you know tell me you know, about coaching and you should mm-hmm. be coached and tell me that I should get coached and, and I would show up with the eye roll. But the mm-hmm. idea of coaching to me now is so different. It really means like partnership, mm-hmm. like in a conversation with someone. And I, that's my kind of coaching, conversational coaching. So it's like partnership is co-creating. Like mm-hmm. you have a, a person who, who really wants what you want. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like getting to find out, oh, what's the topic? What do you want to go with this? And then a, a person on the other end who really wants the best for you as well. And I think mm. that's my idea of having like a coach, mm. someone who wants the thing that I want for myself and is going to help me figure out how to get it um, and or help me clarify, you know, what I want. Right. Because I think most of the time we're not re- really clear on it. No, so, definitely not. Yeah, so when I think of coaching, that's what I think of it now. Like, I love the idea that I have a partnership with someone and they are invested mm. in that session time with whatever the topic is that um, they want to discuss or I, I want to discuss. 
Yeah, that's that's beautiful. I have to say, when you said co-construct, for some reason that just like you were saying earlier about um, a firm co-construct is like a word that's been in my mind lately. And I just love and I can for the audience, I can attest because I've been in those triads with Erica and she's definitely right there with you co-constructing, which is I love the partnership, the co-construct that really that feels good to me when you think about coaching for sure. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I have to admit, I was I appreciate that you're being honest, Erica. I would say probably at least 10 or 12 years ago when I heard people getting life coach, like life coach was like the big thing. And I would be like, really life coach? (laughs) Like who needs a life coach? Like it's, I I, I would say things like, you know, they just have too much money. They can just spend it on life coaches. (laughs) So so I was right there with you wondering what that thing was. So (laughs) it's so much so that the, the, the title had to be different for me to even consider Mm. it engagement coaching. So the idea of engaging and coaching someone, it really resonates with me a lot more. That's right. The idea because the life coach kind of like is too broad. Mm-hmm. My life is so different from other people's. And I don't know that many people my age who have gone through some of the experiences I have. So it's like the idea of a random person. I mean, I'm sure, listen, I'm sure there are tons of people that can like come and coach and make my life a lot better. But the idea <laughs> at the time didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It tastes, we're it all learning, right? At the time. That's right. It's a, it's definitely a journey. And that's such a good segue because I was also curious, um, you know, you talked about being that friend and I can I can totally see that because I still think you're that friend who's listening on the edge uh-huh. of their sheet seat and asking good questions. So how did you move or how do you continue to move maybe from being sort of that friend to, to really, okay, now I want to take classes. Cause that's, that's different. I mean, it's similar, but it's definitely an active step towards something. So. Yeah. I, very good question. I think really, I just wanted to get better at it. Mm. The, um, the pandemic really showed for a time where people were nervous and scared. And I had been working, I'm currently working on myself and lots of self-help and lots of, uh, you know, lots of uh books and things like mm-hmm. that so it's like when people would call me i'd be quoting something um you know i'd read a passage to them or i'd send them a video or something that i heard i really just wanted to get better i wanted to like not necessarily solve the problem but at least feel like something within that conversation really took her took the person him or her from fear or sadness mm. to a transition of faith in some way and the idea of engagement coaching, um, it came to me so so that divinely out of the blue, where I was just like, when I looked up, looked it up and found out more about it, I was like, let me look more into this. And the more I found out about it, this particular co-active coaching model is what sold mm. me. The idea that there's no hierarchy. There's no like, oh, you're up here and I'm down here. It's just like, we're all on an even plane and we're at powerful questions are leading this, you know, exercises, co co uh, learning your core values are, are really leading this. And I was just like, I think I, I like this. I like the idea that I'd be helping people through um, exposing them to new exercises that teach them mm-hmm. about themselves, that self-awareness. And it, the answer is not with me. Like, you know, I think that's the other thing. I was creating like codependent relationships. People needed to talk to me in order mm-hmm. to get something. And I really was like in a place where I was realizing and finding out that 
the answer is not within another person or I'm not going to get it. The person can help me get that answer, but I, I ultimately have to come to that decision or, you know, the idea. And I really want other people to understand that too. It's not like what Erica thinks. It's like, what do you think about this? What's important to this about this to you? And um, when I started to find, you know, do more research and also mm-hmm. got involved in the class, the first class engaged sold me. Yeah. <laughs> sold me. My husband and I, we usually have a little bit of a back and forth. And that first night um, after the class, I literally just hit him with some powerful questions. Oh, that's and, awesome. and the, um, it was over in 15 minutes. It was like, <laughs> there was no fight. There was no back and forth. There was no hour long, everything, everything was finished and, and, and clarity. Everybody, everybody was happy at the end. I was like, this works. Mm. Oh, that's it's nice. For real. That's <laughs> nice. I'm curious, Erica, listening to you talk. I, th- I think I have a sense of this response you might have just because I've had a chance to work with you, but I, I want to ask you anyway. And that is, was that a, a difficult sort of transition for you? And what I mean by that is, you know, we're often sort of trained to be knowers, to be advice givers and mentors. And I have found with my own clients, I actually have to spend the first 10 or 15 minutes talking about how I'm not here to give you advice. I'm not. So like, what was that? What was that part like for you? Yeah, there is, there is some kind of resistance for me. Cause I think people want you to give them the answer. Yes. <laughs> right. And um, so I would find a lot of time saying, you know, what do you think? Or what would mm-hmm. you do? And, that, and, and truthfully, I also, if someone knows more than I know, I want to know what they would have done. I truthfully want to know, right? I want to yeah. get, yeah. I like, I make everybody a mentor. If you know more <laughs> than me, I'm like, I want to hear what you have to say. So Amen. I get that part. Yeah. But um, the part where I really want the person to learn to trust themselves, mm-hmm. it really had to be like what my intention was too, as the, as the coach. Mm-hmm. I do want the person to trust me as well. Like trust mm-hmm. me because I'm here and I want you to want the best for yourself, but I want you to make that decision. Mm. Okay? So it's been, it's been a transition. I won't say that it's been easy every time. I get a lot of pushback. Mm. So those were the conversations, the coaching moments may not be as fun, you know, because yeah. there is a little bit of pushback from the person who's like, I don't know, I don't answer those questions. I don't think <laughs> about those things. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I challenge them to push past it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think our our instructors would say that if we had to give advice, we'd be working too hard, right? We're, we're supposed to not work so hard as coach. I think you may have just sent that podcast with Renee Brown and she was uh, featuring someone else, but that quote in there, I don't know if he said it or she said it. She said, advice is the sunny side of control. Oh and yeah. What? It was a gut punch. That's like, great. Yeah. yeah. The, what's he, great. he calls it like the advice trap, I think. Yeah. 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 That's so, like, true. That's so true. And so now when I, I'm finding myself to fix myself if it's in a coaching session, because mm-hmm. I do think there are conversations oh, where sure. you're going to tell the person, please don't do that. Like that's, <laughs> I, that's, that's not in your, in service to you. Please, yeah. yeah. Please, what, what, what else could we do other than yeah, that? That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm curious because different folks that are coming on the podcast this summer are, are in diff are either on different journeys or just different legs of the journey. However, you want to sort of view that metaphor. And I'm wondering, Erica, what are you thinking about, or what are you doing with respect to your own coaching and those skills? You know, are you planning to sort of, you know, go 
officially to be coach Erica or is, are you just showing up? Not just, but are you planning to show up coach? Like, like, what are you, what's, what are you thinking about today on, on that front? So that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, overall, I have been thinking about this since the beginning. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's more like what people want from me versus what I want from me. Cause mm. I've been hearing this for a long time that you should do this and you should do that. And I've even had people tell me, this is what you should charge and you should do this for 30 oh. minutes. And it's more like, I have always, one, I, I think this is um, serving me in a way that I want to be better at showing up coach like in every area of my life, really in, in conversations. I do want to be known as that friend that you can talk to and um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel of that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. I want to I have that reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to, so I want to, I want to talk to people. I want to have that, that relationship with people and, and make a difference and impact in some way in everyone that I talk, talk to. It could be a stranger in the street, mm-hmm. whatever conversation. Um, I always saw myself working with young people, teenagers, mm-hmm. young adults in a capacity where um, I would start like some sort of enrichment program. And um, I even have the name of the enrichment program. I had, um, uh, Anton challenged me to really write it all out and get it Ooh, on paper and it's okay. all fleshed out, which is wonderful. That's been a, a great part of the class. Oh, and, cool. and for me, that would be part of um, the ideal to see this in an enrichment program with, where the kids are able to uh, get some coaching, learn some things about themselves, core values and that, such of that. And also mm. like job, uh, job readiness in the capacity of learning how to speak to people um, in, in any you know, any highbrow society, low brow, whatever the mm-hmm. situation. And, and also just um, maybe like intra, uh, entrepreneurship. So it's really a program-based idea from that I'm having right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with it. Wherever these skills decide to take me, I'm willing to like walk in that direction if it's a positive direction. Yeah, that, that yeah. sounds amazing. So in your current vision of this program, is it something that would it be like a school-based program or like Always where are you saying like it's it? in a school? I okay. Used to, I used to work with a nonprofit in Brooklyn and I loved how they were based inside of the school. So they had mm. like immediate access to the teenagers. And I mean, and it doesn't have, my daughter is always like, why does it have to be teenagers? She's 11. So she's like, mom, you should do this program. She's literally like fleshed this program out Aww. with me. You should do this program with, with young people too. So yeah. I, I mean, wherever that takes me, but the idea was always preparation for the world. And mm. um, I don't know about you. I'm going to ask you. Well, you're asking questions. You can ask. You can the ask. Question, for me, I'm going to say, like, as a coach, I always, I'm coaching because from a place of where I would have loved to have mm. someone make a difference in my life, right? Mm-hmm. So preparation is a big thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel that if I was prepared earlier on, maybe with conversations in the beginning or um, just questions, having had these powerful questions asked to me so I mm-hmm. could be self-aware that would have like served me so well. And mm. I guess the question would be like, what's your purpose of, of coaching? What, where, where did that come from for you? But we can answer that later. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good question. I would say, I think similarly, I don't know that I would call it preparation, but I think it would, I think it ultimately would have prepared me. So it's sort of in that wheelhouse, but I, I feel like you, Erica, I think as a young person, I had lots of things swirling and questions in my own head. And I think just having a coach or someone showing up coach, like asking me those questions would have just prompted really interesting conversations 
Um, I just had lots of questions around about my world and about myself and wasn't always sure. I mean, you know, young people don't always have the language to articulate things. And so, um, yeah, I think it would have been nice. I agree. So I think I'm also like you a bit motivated by really wanting to, I don't know if I'm being, and I don't want to make this all about me, but like you asked me this question. I think I, I really want to be that person that can lean in for somebody when they're just in this like mound of discomfort. And I'd be like, I always say to my students, like, I've got you. Right. And I just want like people to feel that like, that's, I think everybody should have a right to that. Like I've got you. And learning that intention, um, Carrie, it's like, it's so, it's so important. Like for me, if I would, if I were looking for a coach, that's what I would look for. I would want to know what, what's at the heart of it for you. So you're mm-hmm. saying that I want to, you're saying I want to be there for you. You know, what do you need? Mm-hmm. I, I want a coach who wants to, who cares about what I need versus yeah. Um, who cares about like, you know, sometimes I go, I can't get fixated with the questions or I can't get fixated with the exercises because the connection is more important to me. Mm, like, amen. did I connect with the person? Did I hear you? Were you, did you feel heard? You know, like, do I do, were you able to express yourself in a safe space? Like those mm-hmm. things are super important to me mm-hmm. more than the perfectness of, yep. you know, did I form the question right? Or, you know, totally. I completely agree. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to ask you about the program. No, it's fine. I love, I love these kinds of conversations. So don't, don't ever, ever apologize. Your, your program sounds really cool. And I think, um, and yeah, I would love to, I would love for that to be a real thing in the future for sure. Yeah. It's, It's great. And working with Anton, man, that's the first step. I'm sure he had you doing some radical action. Yeah, to it was, it was that radical, actually, that was radical action. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's, realized it at that time. that's very cool. So I'm curious, you know, you've talked about this in school program and we've talked more, spe- more specifically about our own sort of experiences with coaching for, for listeners who are still really hearing about coaching for the first or second time and learning, what's your sense, Erica, on like, when do you, when's the right time to like seek out a coach and like, yeah, well, what should they ask and what should they be looking for? I guess. You know why this is so important because the time when you have questions and you need like, you need a, a partner or you just can't get to it on your own. You can't Mm-mm. find the answer on your own, right? The the part that is important to that is how do you find that person, right? Like <laughs> yes. we're all looking for that person to yes. share something intimate with and the person is going to um, not judge you, mm-hmm. right? And offer you a safe space, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what's so great about this engagement coaching class because they literally teach you these values up front. Mm-hmm. Um, However, where do you, you know, how do you find that, right? So, I mean, for me, if I were um, looking for a coach, I would kind of have to interview them a little bit Mm. first because Mm -hmm. I'm such a glass half full person that (laughs) I need you to be a little glass half full also, you know? However, there might be a person who doesn't need that. Mm. They are very strict, unrealist, and don't like glass Mm -hmm. half full people. I've met Mm -hmm. those people too. They're realists. I'm too rainbows and, and, and candy, cotton, cotton candy for them. Yeah. And I, I like, I completely respect that mm-hmm. because I am always going to um, kind of be, you know, 
you know, nudging you along to a place where what's ideal for you, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really want to stay in a place where we're both contained and not, you know, fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So it's really, that's a good question. It's really, and Alex, he says, what, Alex, you, you coach, mm-hmm. coach person, Alex, yeah. right? But he was saying, what is the person's intention? Mm-hmm. What is the person's intention? Um, right. And I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Right. I agree. So I think like if your intention is what, what do you need? What do you need? Right. What are you looking for? Are you looking for a place to vent? Are you looking for a place mm. to move forward? Are you stuck and you want, you want someone to help you move forward? Um, mm-hmm. Also that I, that uh, difference between therapy versus mentoring. Mm. Versus, yeah. I, that was so important to me to understand too, like thing in the past is, you know, more therapy, but also are, can we, can we transition, right? Yes. Like if the past is, is transitional, like we can take the transition to the mm-hmm. present or the future. You can, you, you can have a coach then, you know, absolutely like look for a coach at that point, but yeah. Where do you find them? Yeah. Right. That's a, yeah. Good, that's a good question. I love yeah. That. No, I like your, that's a really good tidbit for the listeners to sort of ask themselves, you know, speaking of powerful questions, what, what's your intention, right. To really think about because yeah, I think it matters what your intention is and what your goals are. I also wondered, um, one thing I was thinking about Erica is I, I feel like we often seek out the resources when we're sort of at a low point, however you define that low point. And, and I would almost challenge our listeners to go get a coach when they think they don't need one. (sighs) Right. Like, <laughs> that's a good point, right? That's a good point. Right before the tank is empty. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. A great point. Yeah. Well, I also think the funny thing is, and I wonder if this ever ha- happened to you, Erica, in one in our classes for folks who haven't taken a course like this. Um, I think one of the lovely benefits of taking this is not only are you learning the skills, but like I get to get coached by folks like Erica, which is like it's a gift. It's a crazy, crazy gift. And I think sometimes I would show up and I'm like, I don't need coaching tonight. I had a good day. And then all of a sudden I'm like being coached by Erica and I'm like, Whoa, look at all this stuff that just came up. And it's well, amazing. first, thank you for even saying that, but no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> the, the best part of this class for me is the application. Yeah. Like you're like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to learn this today. This is what it looks like. Okay. They literally kick you out the next and see if you can Bye-bye. fly. <laughs> I was like, wow. At the first week I w- that was causing me such anxiety. Oh, thank you for saying oh that. I was God. like the first two or so three classes. I was like, what are they going to make us do tonight? Oh my gosh. Um, but then somewhere along, like maybe the third or fourth class, I was like, wow, I have wings. Yes. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like this matter. Yeah. That was really like a big, like pivotal moment for me. Because mm. I'm like, oh wait, this does resonate with me. Not just that the client likes it, right? But yeah. I like it. Like there's something happening in my heart here. Yes. That feels really good about this. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I love that you said you got had wings. I love that visual. That's definitely because those first couple of nights. Oh my god! I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to class because I'm going to have to coach. Strangers, right? <laughs> so immediately you're like, but I really appreciate the first couple exercises. They talked about judgment. Yeah. And I think I got it. It kind of cleared the ear right away. Like mm-hmm. that's not that's not um accepted. Not not too much accepted, but 
that's not what we need here. Yeah, definitely know? not. I think the second night I was there, because the classes that Eric and I have been taking, they have co-instructors and then they have assistants who are who are either taking the classes or certified or training wherever they are on their journey. And I think the second night, Erica, I got paired with one of the assistants and I was like, that feels like the ultimate, like, yes. oh, the yes. expert. No. It, it, it was, right? Because they're kind of like correcting you on the fly. And yeah. Like, oh. oh, I mean, it took me all the way from the um, um, class one to class now to say that they're to give myself grace. Mm. There's yeah. really no way. And just the, the person that I am who kind of like needs to try at a thing. Yeah. There's really no way that I'm going to just be up. 100% perfect, like the out the gate. And if I am, I'm just like, yes, look at me. But guess what? That that was kind of like a lucky moment because it's <laughs> not, not, you know, yeah. practice is literally everything. It, it I is. I appreciate that they make us practice right away. But the, yeah, the beginning, the pressure was on for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other, now. yeah, I know. <laughs> I think the other thing I would say to remind our listeners, I haven't done this very much, Erica, so I would love to hear your experience. What um, coach Jen reminded us of the other night was that, um, and actually some of our classmates is we should also be coached on our celebrations. Like coaching isn't just for being stuck or being in a bad place or wanting to change jobs. Like it's also tapping into the energy associated with celebrations and the wisdom. So I'm wondering, have you had any coaching around sort of the the positives? So, so I'm a natural born cheerleader for everyone. And and to the point where my, um, my feedback is (laughs) (laughs) self-manage for sure. And you know what? It's absolutely true because I'm a, I'm a, that's beautiful. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I am the, I mean, like <laughs> self-managed for sure but um, awesome. celebration not nece- not for me but I think I'm a natural celebrator of people mm, so when yeah. someone took a risk or, or or tried something I'm so happy for them as if I know them personally or mm. have been, or took the risk myself but no not necessarily coach on yeah. my own, like celebrating my own things how about you have you been close on I don't, I don't think I have, I think you and I were in one of the triads where they put us in threes. And I feel like I remember you asking someone else, what are you celebrating? I feel like you might've asked someone. I I remember Um, that was our private pod session maybe. Yeah, it might've, it might've been. Yeah. With, with, um, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, It might've been. So yeah. Yeah. That was fun. so, So many emotions were Yes. In the air. Yes, they were. That's right. I do remember. So, so speaking of coaching sessions, I'm wondering, Erica, in, you know, across the three courses and maybe outside of the course, do you have a favorite, what's your favorite coaching skill? Oh, so, so far the powerful questions are definitely, Mm. I think every day, you know, but if I had to add like, and, and now I'm like, which one of the skills? Yeah. <laughs> I really love intuition because I feel like mm. you start to get a little tingly. But mm. I think learning the core values or doing core values with people has yeah. has has to be it so far because mm. I get so many ahas and that um the that core value exercise transitions to conversations mm. later and later and later. Mm-hmm. What you know? So if I haven't done core values with someone and when I do it, it's like the next seven conversations can literally literally tap into. So how does that 
fit into your core values, core values. I mean, yeah, that one probably has to be my favorite because it taught me so much about myself in, in that one exercise. It's yeah. Insane. Yeah. I think you're right. I think after we did that in class, I was, cause I've been an educator for a while and I was like, why am I not doing this with my students at the start of every single semester? Like they should legitimately know their core values. And how this fits in with them. How, yeah. how, how about, so do you feel core values? Well, what do you feel is your? The- uh, my favorite? Oh, there's so many, Erica. It's so hard. I know. Um, I know. It's so, so hard. Um, I have to say, I definitely like the core values. Intuition is one of my favorites. Um, I don't know. I, I like, you know what question I like that we did? I feel like we did it a couple of nights ago. The, um, the stuck one. What have you, what have you not done? What is that? What is something you've wanted to do, but haven't done or has something's oh, gotten in your fun. way? I, I kind of liked that one sort of trying to help someone move either not help them move but like notice where they are and then sort of decide what What they want to do about noticing that um i kind of like that i'm loving many of the questions this is just giving me um this class is just giving me like a ammunition Mm. you know like i feel like i have a whole box of ammunition now like i know what do i pull out on this person. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I totally feel, feel that way. It's a whole new, I've been calling it a toolbox, a whole yes. new box of tools. I think that was what the, um, what I was trying to get at, but ammunition came. Yeah. So. I knew what you meant. It was <laughs> t- I have to say, Erica, the other activity I really liked that we did, I felt at least for me was like, sort of like threw me back or threw me for a loop was the 2%. Do you oh. remember that night she gave us like, Jen gave us like a yes. set of different Yes. terms or phrases and we had to pick and then pick the two percent of that yeah. and I was like no what? there can't be any good in that thing <laughs> what did you get out of that what? oh I just think it I think it just made I mean I've always believed in gray not black and white like I've never been an either or I'm a yes and mm-hmm. and it just solidified for me how complicated and complex everything is even if you think it's like well you're either on this side or that i'm like nope you're probably not like there's something in there so there's so many layers to Ugh, every topic right so many so many and even if you take like there could be so many layers here and then you move that thing into another space and there's so many layers but now they're different layers because of that space so yeah like another reason that if you had a coach that you could talk to these things mm. talk about these things with it would be great right but I mean the other thing is that if you don't have a coach this is why talking to me is always so empowering I use the word empowering because I want you to know that if you can't get in touch with me mm-hmm. you can tap into yourself mm. but what should I ask myself about this or what can I or, or if you want to pretend that we're having a conversation what would Erica ask me but it's yes. always it always comes back to like what do you think about mm-hmm. it yeah so even when I would love like I know that um, Jen said that we can tap into the coaching community. Have you done that? I have not done that yet. I have and not. I, I thought about it the other day. Like I would love to do that, but I don't know what's stopping me to be honest, but I'm like, hmm. what? Yeah. Right. Like what's, yeah. stopping me from that, right? <laughs> what's getting in your way, Erica. <laughs> right. right? Uh, it's, it's probably just the not the, the you know how, like the knowing how to, yeah. Um, 
yeah. get you into Wayne and then you find out it's super easy and you're like, yeah, why totally. It's like, yeah. like weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it is. We do. We do. We are lucky because not only do we get these classes and these great instructors, but now I feel like we have this whole like, I don't know, bowl of beautiful resources in our in our peers, which is so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I need to tap into them more. Oh, yeah. 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 Def- I, I think that's true. We should. That's a good good reminder. So the last question I have to ask, since I asked you about your favorite, I'm also curious what do you think's hard about coaching? Yeah. So hard about coaching. So when I think about coaching, I always think about the conversation. So what mm-hmm. was hard about the conversation? Mm-hmm. So the conversation. Um, so, and I have, I say a client that I was talking to and she asked me, so I, I was like, you know, because this person would, would not show up, they were like inconsistent. So I was like, um, let's design a relationship, right? And I was like, what do you need from me? And then she told me that she what she needs from me. And then she says, what about you? What do you need from me? Mm-hmm. And I, I just need you to show up for yourself. And she's like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, just if you say you're going to do something, like actually show up and, and do the thing you said you're going to do, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily for me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm showing up for Erica. No, show up for yourself. Like you said, you're going to be there at two, show up at two. Um, and so the, so what would be hard is if our design relationship was mm. like honored, mm-hmm. so that would be hard about it. And also maybe if you ever had a conversation with someone and you just wished the conversation went better, like mm. wish the person yeah. saw the potential yes. or the insight <laughs> that this person, right. You see this, all of this. And I think this is where coaching comes in for me because I would see all of the potential and positive and good things that the person wasn't seeing and I wasn't able to help them get to, to see that right I they I couldn't help them and coaching is really helping me get to a place where I can offer questions because my opinion right it doesn't really help sometimes if the person doesn't believe it yeah right? it's yeah. like we were saying earlier if we don't really like is this true is the person being authentic are they just being nice mm-hmm. the questions would lead them to um answer answer it on their own not what I'm saying or what I think so yeah yeah I I find that to be tough too because I I really some in those moments that you just described in fact I had one this week I really have to make sure I don't put my advice hat on like I every ounce of my being wants to give the person advice and and I have to remember to stay unattached right which is another skill in coaching and maybe they're just not ready to see it, hear it, notice it, whatever it is, but I have to go on. It's not my journey. It's their journey. Um, yeah. yeah. And at coach, coach Alex, he, he, I interviewed him, um, a little bit ago. Um, I don't know. Have you been in a like triad oh, yeah. with him yeah. with Alex and it's magical. Mystical. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty amazing. I've loved getting to know him as well. And he reminded me, which was so powerful that like, sometimes those feelings of needing to move the client is more about our own need for like checking a box to say, yep, we did this. And I've been, I keep checking in with myself and saying, why, you know, what is it that you, what is it about this that you need that person to cross this finish line? Like, it's not about them. It's about you. So, So um, yeah. So nowadays after a session, 
I don't ask myself, did the, did the situation get resolved? Or mm. I ask myself, did the person feel heard? Was mm. there a connection? Did, yeah. Did, you know, did we, did we like tackle a topic that meant something to them and, and really dive into it where they felt, because sometimes I think, I, I know for me, I don't necessarily need someone to solve it for me or, mm. or the subject, the subject matter can't be solved. Yeah. I kind of just need companionship while I'm going through it. And I just need positive companionship, like yeah. someone who's, who can say, it's going to be okay. Like you yeah. can see the light at the end of the tunnel with me. Mm. So um, keeping that in mind these days, is not always like a re- like result oriented. Mm. Although I will say, <laughs> I will say this. If someone called me with a level four energy, the vibration is on a three, four, one, two, three, four. My agenda in my spirit is just like, by the end of this conversation, they'll be at a six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I do want that. That I yeah. do want that. But I, yeah. but I'll take if they feel heard and if they feel um, that yeah. um, I was present with them. Oh, yeah. you asked me what was my favorite. Yeah, my favorite is presence. Oh yes. Does, they, does that makes sense? Feel like I was with them. Yeah, that I was there with them, and mm. I think also that is what I need the most too. Like. Sometimes I don't need you to solve it. I need you to be present and be positive with me as I'm going through it. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it's so, it's such a nice, like the way you articulated that made me think so much about when we think about advice, when I think about advice I've received and coaching in which I participated, it's not about like solving something. Cause like I've been in advice conversations where they think they've solved it. And I've left that conversation just like so disgusted and annoyed. And I can leave a coaching, you know, conversation where nothing has been solved. And I feel so heard and noticed and uplifted. Isn't it funny? It's not about giving me an answer really. (laughs) So, yeah. About the, um, maybe the feelings moment. I think a lot of the people in this class, like the community, we are like connection oriented people. I think that we're like literally just happy to be in the room with other connectors. Like, I think that's true. I think that's true. I think also, I mean, if I, I mean, my listeners already know this, that I founded this podcast or started it with a, you know, we talked about intention. What's my intention. My intention was to to talk about belonging and talk about community and how to do that, but also to build community. And I think part of the reason for doing these episodes this summer was because I felt that immediately in, in the coaches, in the way that the instructors did the class, the way that we engaged with each other. And I think coaching is just another part of that toolbox, right. For, to, I mean, for me, belonging, you know, the definition of belonging is, being able to show up as your authentic self and being seen. And so if you're, if you're present as a coach, Erica, like you said, then you're going, you're doing a heck of a lot for your client in terms of cultivating belonging, which I think that's so powerful. So. And thank you. And Carrie, for you to go the extra mile to create a podcast <laughs> form a community, right? Yeah. Really I hope so. Speaks measures about what you're doing and what yeah. you want to create. And what you're already creating because you're mm. already doing it. It's just mm. so, I mean, I've listened to a few of the podcasts um, and I just said, wow, what an important, like this is what, what the topics are very important mm. for inclusion. Thank you. Know, you. 
And uh, I appreciate it. And, and thank you for inviting me on here. Yes, of course. I was super nervous. Oh, you shouldn't, be nervous. you shouldn't <laughs> be nervous. I always like to end interviews just to make sure. Was there anything else you wanted to share with our audience that we didn't touch on during our conversation today? Um, not yet. Not yet. I mean, I look forward to having a platform at some point to say, hey, if you feel like you need someone to be present, contact me. At, yes. I mean, my name is Erica O. Alexander. Find yep. me on social media, but yeah, yes. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I want to, I want at some point glimpse coaching is going to be Ooh. where okay. people can contact someone. Awesome. Yeah. And when you either when you get that program set up and your daughter has helped you do that, or you get your, your sort of identity worked out and figured out. And there's a place I would love, love, love for you to come back and share it with our listening audience so they can make sure to check, check everything out. That would be great. So I would love that. Thank you so much, Gary. And you're just adding so much value. Your presence Mm. in the classes have been phenomenal. Like that energy of really acceptance and just coming true and authentic. I'm mm. like, I feel it from the screen. Either we can feel it from the screen. I, I do. I mean, oh, for I, all of those, all of those naysayers out there that say you yeah. can't build connections online, I say you are wrong. And, you are. <laughs> and listen, I'm a believer now. I wasn't yeah. sure at first either, but for sure, definitely. Yeah. So. so, all right, everybody. Well, this has been another episode of Tell Me This, the summer of coaching edition. And I just want to thank Miss Erica Alexandra, Alexander for coming on. It has been my absolute pleasure. And I just am really grateful for your generosity of time and, and sharing um, your experiences with coaching. So thanks, Erica. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. Absolutely. Bye, Take everyone. care, everybody. <laughs> Down gravity, so sincere. Under the glaciers of your last year Someday searching for melodies Pulling around in mountain streams The galaxies we Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.